0: to match me my style is impetuous my defense is impregnable and i'm just ferocious i want your heart i want to eat children Pre- right back here at the motherfucking tough talk podcast it's your boy Phil Hunt. Uh, today we got a guest uh we got comedian Derek humphrey say what's up to the people Derek. what's
1: up motherfuckers
0: yeah <laughs> you bitch Derek's actually our first fucking white guy. Hell yeah. I got a fucking white guy here at the studio. Representation, man. Who am I kidding? We're not at the fucking studio. (laughs) Derek's our affirmative action hire here. (laughs) Definitely an affirmative action hire, man. I'm a quote. Uh, Where should we begin here, man? Uh, Took a little break after Thanksgiving, man. You have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, I did have a good Thanksgiving. I hung out here. Well,
1: I hung out in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like we're up in Harlem now, but I hung out in Brooklyn and do shit for at
0: least 48 hours, 48 hours. That's good, though. Sometimes yeah. that break. Yeah. And the good thing about New York is even if you're alone, there's other people who move from miles away to be away from their family. So, right. Yeah. yeah whereas if you're I'm from Indianapolis, that's where I spent Thanksgiving. If you're alone there, it's like a sad thing.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, everything's yeah. closed. Whereas... Everything's closed? Yeah, whereas like at least here you can get Chinese food. Yeah, there's real a real lot home. of
0: Friendsgivings going on, yeah. you know. A lot of people away from home. So, yeah. That's what
1: we did. We went to uh we went to a bar. Right. And they in the bar closed it was a private event for for the the people who went. Awesome. For a few hours and then they opened it up to the public.
0: Yeah. Every year I see Popeyes has those turkeys. And I'm just curious. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that shit looks good. I would get a Popeye's Fucking turkey Popeye's right now. Cajun turkey, man. Yeah. I'm looking at the menu like, I should get that shit. But then it's just something lonely about ordering a turkey from Popeye's. <laughs> yeah. I'm very like, with menus, I'm like, yo, whatever you do, that's what I want from you. Right, I'm not right. a fan of like branching out.
1: Like like the, the, the Popeye's turkey at Thanksgiving is like the single dad or like the yeah, fun definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely a very lonely event getting a turkey from Popeye's, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> they don't even probably know how to cook it. They probably be out of it. They're out of shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely, when I go in a restaurant, it's like, whatever you do, that's what the fuck I want. Right. Like, when I saw Taco Bell had fries, I'm like, eh, nah, eh I don't nah. know, Taco Bell. Stick the burrito. I, I think I just want fucking tacos from you. Yeah. That's one thing I admire about Popeye's. You go on that motherfucker, they don't have any salads, like, no healthy options. Right, right. They're like, look, you're here for trash, and trash is what you're going <laughs> to get. Whereas, you know, McDonald's tries to jazz up the menu where it's like, oh, we have healthy options. No, you don't. It's fucking McDonald's. Right,
1: yeah, burger and fries.
0: Which romaine lettuce got recalled. I was happy about that. Why, you have a
1: thing against romaine lettuce? No, I
0: just hate healthy people. Uh. (laughs) It's like, fuck you. I'm trying to be healthy. There's not even any proof that you're gonna live longer than me. Who are you to judge me for eating my Big Mac, okay? It's
1: like, um... Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. This is a very, <laughs> I, 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 is a very white guy reference. Nah, Keith Richards. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, he's 70-something, still drinking yeah. right when he wakes up, uh. and probably shooting up, smoking cigarettes, it's, and he's, he's outli- he yeah. outlived my dad. Makes you wonder. Yeah, he
0: outlived my grandpa. He outlived like so many people. I had a grandmother. I, have two, I had two grandmothers, anyway. One of them went to the hospital all the time, and she was always on medication, And she lived to be like 76. And then my other grandma cursed, never went to church, and smoked religiously, and never went to the doctor. And she lived to be like 84. So I'm like, I don't know. I might curse and smoke... Like, I feel like that shit keeps you healthy, really. Like, it's the opposite thing. You got to
1: express yourself. It's that you're not
0: worried about it, I think. Yeah. And I think the healthy people over-worry about it, man.
1: Worrying is what causes so much stress and anxiety. I think that's what causes
0: cancer. Speaking of fucking animal people, uh, this week, did you see that uh, PETA released, like, things not to say? And this is what I hate about PETA, like. And this is what people don't realize. And I mean, in comedy, we deal with censorship a lot, obviously. But PETA, like, they're like a shark. And like, if you give them an inch, then they'll try to take a mile. So when they closed the circus, I was like, did you see that they closed most of, I think, Barnum and Bailey circuses? Yeah. Because of cruelty to animals. And it's like, okay, first off, the circus is for children. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so if you're even having the thoughts of like oh that animal's getting hurt you're probably too mature to enjoy what's going on there you should just shut the fuck up for the sake of the kids right sure kids okay. enjoy it they're not thinking about that shit they're just like it's a dancing lion right? Yeah. or a dancing bear <laughs> or an elephant right
1: yeah an elephant by, so by the
0: ball they closed the circus and I made a joke uh, I think I put this on Twitter because when I get famous or get on snl i'm gonna get taken off for all the shit that i tweeted yeah but i made a joke then that like okay they've closed the circus now what are they gonna take next and i was like <laughs> you know animal crackers why should they have to work as crackers yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah that's it's the next te- thing it's
1: teaching you to disregard animals
0: do you know what literally the next thing was the Nabisco Crackers, the animal crackers. Yeah. Remember how they were on the box in cages? Oh, yeah, they took the cage. off. And they off. took the cage yeah. off. And I'm like, see? They're just working on back. Yeah. And then this week, Peter released, if you guys didn't hear Peter released, what was the statement? Uh, Just harmful statements that they want removed from society.
1: Yeah, killing two birds with one stone. Killing two
0: birds with one stone. And they gave options you could use that don't harm animals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bringing home the bacon. Yeah. I Taking sure. the bull by the horns. Yeah. And I'm just like, "Come
1: the fuck on." Yeah, I mean, those are old sayings that like they, uh, they yeah. don't have any, they don't have any impact on an animal. On right. They, they act like the friends. animal
0: heard you and felt bad. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> "Oh, I offended those two parrots when I said that." It's like, "No. The nobody thing is cares. Uh, is
1: we had to kill two birds with one stone in order to eat. Yeah, 100%. You know, like, yeah. There's reasons
0: why those were sayings. Yeah, A bird in a hand is worth, what, two in a bush? Yeah. Did they get to that one? I, <laughs> Birds probably. of a feather flock together. Yeah. Just fucking working on saints at this point, man. Yeah, I know.
1: That's like, uh, I mean, that's when people are starting to get fucking tired of this shit.
0: What? that's the thing mm. is they, you give them an inch and then they try to take a mile. Like I said, it literally started with the circus. Next thing you know, they're freeing animal crackers, and then, and now they're telling people what to say, and it's just like we get it, man. You I fucking, find the cracker
1: part of animal cracker
0: offensive. That's very offensive. That is offensive to white guys. That's folks. offensive to white guys. That's an offensive term, man. You don't get a proud boy at your door. You keep it up, fucking cracker. We gotta Me find. We gotta find something else to call them. <laughs> don't say his name too loud, man. Jesus Christ. One thing about sayings, though, there's a lot of fucking sayings, man. Like, uh, you're actually one of the few guys that's married in comedy, man. Like, that's. interesting. well,
1: yeah, probably one of the few unsuccessful guys. How long have you been
0: married? (laughs) Two years. Two years, awesome. little over two years. Marriage and comedy. Happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah, they say that. They They say that. (laughs) That's another saying, Peter can change. Yeah, Peter's gonna have to get. They're gonna work on that next. That Peter, (laughs) man. I love sayings because they're like. I feel like they're uneven. But that tells you in life what matters. Like your wife is what matters. Like the dude's happiness is not even up for debate. Yeah. Happy man. wife, happy fucking life. Yeah. It's cheaper to keep her. I know. But yeah. there aren't opposite sayings. Right. Well, There's not like a you know, I don't know what what it would be for dudes. It's like let her go, uh Cut the bitch loose. <laughs> <laughs> Mob money over bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that's the saying. Yeah, we don't have any sayings. It's like well, that ooh.
1: that even that saying like it's cheaper to keep her is real cynical because it's like I'd rather like, have my money and deal with this, this yeah woman. deal with the headache than than
0: be happy than be almost. happy like because our happiness is kind of tied to their happiness. I mean, I get it. I, I, I get I, the sayings. I yeah. just hate that they're uneven because I'm like. Well, we need to sit around and come. Who came up with these sayings, first off? But they're always uneven. Like, even the uh, homophobic one. What's the homophobic one? Uh, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Yeah. But it's unbalanced because it shows no malice towards lesbians. It's like, you guys got to fucking have a meeting and sit down and come up with one that also reflects your hate for lesbians. Like, you got to be equal in your hate, man. You can't. I think it's like a,
1: a, well, I think, in my opinion, we hate society or culture or whatever. Traditionally, hated gay dudes yeah, more than gay women. For
0: definitely.
1: Sure. Yeah, because there's something it's... about, even women don't like, for a long time, I remember women didn't like gay dudes. It became like a uh, new, it became like a new thing Yeah, like 20 years.
0: Because worth. dudes will kind of <laughs> date a bi woman and think that's cute. But uh, by man, is almost untalked about. Like
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you ever watch uh, Insecure with Issa Rae on HBO? And I've seen I That's once. a white dude that... So let's put that on record. But she had an episode about that. And the girl, the character uh, in the show, broke up with the dude once the dude told it. Like, they literally sat down. I thought it was a great scene because it's like, yeah, you guys do kind of throw that as, oh, toxic masculinity. It's like, well, we're just joking with most of the shit we're talking about. You know, yeah. man buns and whatever else. We're laughing about it. But you guys seriously will be like, oh, toxic masculinity, but the second it becomes your boyfriend, it's like, oh, no. Right. yeah Because, yeah, yeah, literally the scene was great. Like, she... You know, he kind of asked her, actually, it's fucking it's fucking Langston Kerman. You know Langston Kerman, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He plays the character. Oh, it's Langston. Yeah, shout out to Langston <laughs> Kerman. But he asked her, the character on the show, you know, hey, have you ever been with a woman? And they're kind of laughing, and then she's drinking, and she's like, of course, but that was college. Yeah. <laughs> and then, at some point, she you know is just you kinda you know after she goes on for five minutes telling her story, she kind of throws it at him, but she throws it at him in a very like sarcastic way almost
1: right Well, like like in the sense of uh oh you wouldn't you 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 would, you you never, would, never, you do would never do that yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> silly yeah, yeah, me yeah. that was college you know, so how was your you know did you ever experiment, and he's kind of like matter of fact actually me and this one guy, something, something, I went down on him, and you could see her face just drop, and you know, that kind of ruins their relationship, but it's kind of funny because she, I thought it was great that she addressed that, that
1: see, you know, and my wife might not ever listen to this, but I can tell you (laughs) what, if I were to go home and tell my wife, like, hey, (laughs) Listen, I sucked some dick back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I She would call me a faggot forever. Right. Like, even, like, jokingly. Because yeah. she doesn't want to use... She's that type of liberal person where she don't want to use harmful language.
0: No. But she would call me a faggot.
1: Well, that's where you draw the line, you know? <laughs>
0: the language isn't harmful. I think, though, you do reserve the right to say that's not something I want to deal with. Because I know, for me, like, a lot of guys fantasize about a woman who's bi. But that would make me almost insecure of, like okay, so now I have to watch the guy she goes out with and the girls. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, are you and Kate really shopping? Or right? Yeah. Yeah, is that code <laughs> for whatever else you're doing?
1: I, I dated a woman, she told me uh, that she used to she would be like, I have a girl crush on this other girl. She's like, if I was a lesbian, I would be all over her. And I'd be like, um, you know, and then she ended up cheating.
0: Nah.
1: And I was like, uh, well, maybe you would have cheated with this girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these things that you say, like yeah. you're kind of hinting that you might, uh, you might, you might really have that sort of feeling or whatever. But you know, who am I to say?
0: Yeah, hey, right, I ain't mean, with her to eat, to eat your own, but that does double the amount of cheating potential. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's kind of funny when you meet somebody who's buying this single. It's like, whoo, you're pretty much single and. You can date anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody's open. I've never
1: seen any of those couples that have an open relationship. I've never seen it
0: work. Oh, it's ridiculous. But that's what I hate about my generation. I mean, I'm at the back end of being a millennial. And we just, we don't have any definitions. I'll bring up up something real quick. And I know you're pop culture and whatever else is going on. So Cardi B (laughs) this week. Her and the guy offset broke up, and I yeah. mean she didn 't go a song without name dropping him and i don 't know why famous people think it's a good idea to get married, like two famous people yeah i don 't know especially in your all. prime. I think you can do it after you know the mansion, the cars, and you 've kind of settled down into that fame after ten years or so, yeah, I've but heard whenever that. you see two people burning hot, famous yeah. married it 's like, oh, this is bound to go wrong, I mean. We just kind of all watched Pete Davidson and uh, Ariana Grande kind of crash and burn. And then now we're watching them burn. But the funny thing was the girl that allegedly cheated with uh, Offset or whatever comes out on Twitter or Instagram and goes, Oh, I didn't uh, know you guys were, uh, I didn't know your guys' marriage was serious. It is called marriage, and it's and everyone laughs because it's just like what is there another type of marriage? Right, right. And it's like what? Yeah, me and my wife
1: have a pretty serious
0: marriage, but that's why I hate, like I said, being being a millennial is just like people don't. My biggest issue with this generation is we don't know where to place what. Right. So, marriage, which is obviously a very serious thing. She thinks there's three types of marriage. Apparently, you know, moderately serious yeah. to serious, serious. And yeah. It's just like no. To like yeah, whatever. It's not, it's not how it some,
1: works. Yeah, for some people, they do view it that way. They're like, I'm married, but whatever. Nah. But this shit ends up falling apart, it's like, why'd you get married in the first place? I
0: think a lot of people, open relationship is almost an oxymoron. It's yeah. Like no, there's no. If it's a relationship, it's not open. Right. So, yeah, it's an oxymoron. And it's just like a lot of people are in like instead of being in love. I think they think where it's like, no, if you if someone was to approach your spouse, you're supposed to be jealous and almost enraged. Not OJ enraged, but just a little upset (laughs) enough to where there needs to be a talk. I wish I liked my
1: wife. Well, yeah, that's I mean, exactly <laughs> what it is. I like. love my wife, which is actually worse because I I can't. If I just liked her, I could be like, you know what, you go do you. Yeah, I like you. 100%. I want you to be happy. But now that we're married and I love you, I'm like, you you have to. We have to be accountable to each other. Right. It's not something we can just like shirk off.
0: You know? And there you go, accountability. And like I said. <laughs> biggest issue with this generation is they don't know where to place what so like okay how could i explain this to you oh okay so here's the thing and i'll throw this at you and this is all coming at you pretty fast mm-hmm. this whole like booty eating thing Ugh. right yeah yes. it, it, now i feel the same way disgusting
1: yeah I maybe know where that, kiss, i don't know where that came from. i might kiss
0: a cheek or two yeah and it's like do you think our parents didn't do that like yes They probably did. They got bored. My parents were married for 25 years. I'm sure one night, Papa came home drunk and licked some ass. Right? Here's the thing. He didn't tell anybody about
1: it. Right. He didn't put it out there. So
0: with some of these comedians that are on stage, I won't name any names, but they're literally yelling, I eat ass. And it's like, everyone in here probably has, but you're too dumb to understand that That's not something you should be proud of. Right. And even if you are proud, you shouldn't be telling strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, well, for me,
1: I, don't, I think it's disgusting. I don't even do it by accident. Nothing
0: like no, that. they cut Obamacare and I'm like, you guys are still doing this <laughs> They're cutting back health care every day and people are eating ass.
1: Chris Rock talked about it 20 years ago.
0: Oh well tossing salad, the tossing salad yeah man, yeah yeah which is a great bit which is a mean, great Jesus. bit. Jesus but, but
1: that's the first I really heard about anybody doing something like that I'm but like, they were in prison.
0: Yeah. (laughs) These motherfuckers are free. No bars. Yeah. Just eating ass and then telling absolute strangers that they eat ass. Right, yeah. You know, through social media or, like I said, comedians on stage. It's just like, seriously. So this generation doesn't know where to place things. Here's the other thing. They don't know the difference between hoes and heroes, right? So you got Amber Rose has the slut walk, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, slut this, slut that. And she gets upset. And it's it's like, I haven't heard anyone call you a slut. You're
1: right.
0: Like, you keep bringing it up. Like, (laughs) nobody's called you that. Or maybe people are calling you a slut because you're attending something called a slut walk. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this attempt to take ownership of something that no one should take ownership of.
1: Right, right.
0: You're a woman. You want to have sex with multiple partners. No one cares but your father. Yeah. In fact, I I want you to because I know that makes a better universe. I think there are people who do
1: care are... There are people who are not going to like her for something else anyway. Exactly. You know, like... Nobody's looking at Amber Rose being like, you know what? She's a real good person. If, Except for the slut part.
0: Right. And from the old school generation of, you know, our parents and uncles and shit used to say, uh, it's not what people call you. It's what you respond to. Oh, yeah. So it's like there's not any need to, like, take back ownership of the word. Like, just anyone who calls you that is not mature. Right. So just fucking leave it there. but. Is there a need to go around having a march? And then even with, when you switch it to the man side, it's like, there are things that women shame us for. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. we're not having a minute man march. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to call us minute men, there's no shame in coming quick.
1: Like, <clears throat> you know. The, yeah, I mean, they want to shame us if uh, we ever suck dick. <laughs> a little dick, broke. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, have it's a not career a, in comedy. Like, the whole thing they want to shame
0: it <laughs> I love that you put having a career in comedy the same as that. Uh, I don't know, man. Did you Did you catch uh, the Eminem Freestyle?
1: No, I saw people talking about my mistake.
0: Ah, you lived in Detroit for a little bit, didn't you? Born there, yeah. You were born in Detroit, and you missed the Eminem Freestyle. I know, I know. I think we got to take your bridge card away for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: so. Well, I meant to I meant to watch it today. But. Bridge card
0: is the Detroit version of an EBT card, folks. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me how I know that. I don't know.
1: Uh, there's also Wick. Oh, uh, good old Wick! Good I used Wick. to get the
0: juicy juice from Wick. Yeah. I, I like Wick.
1: Yeah, we used to get we used to get our shit from Wick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I missed it, and I I can tell you, I think that it's probably
0: good whatever it was. Yeah. Because
1: I mean he didn't need to do it. Mm-hmm. He's also like 40 something years old.
0: Here's the thing and I, I I'll see what you think about this. I mean, did you check out his last album, any? Yeah. Okay. Did, did you think it was dope? I got to yeah. Okay, here's the thing and I try There's to more, like, explain this ago. to people. It's like, dude, Biggie and Pac are dead. Yeah. Like like he just said he's like 40 something. It's like his 11th album and people are like this is crap and it's like you don't have really anything to compare it to because all the great people died. I mean, Biggie, Pac, obviously, I just name her, dead. Uh, and everyone else has other interests. 50 Cent is, you know, he's got second life. He's number one rated show on power, right, on, yeah. stars, on stars, you know, yeah. power. And yeah. he's directing that and doing music for that. And yeah. then you got Jay, who... The Jay music, is like some
1: kind of like cultural figure. No? Yeah,
0: Jay is iconic, and I mean, he's got Beyonce to keep him hot. Like, yeah. anytime his shit goes down, he just posts a picture with her, and people are like, oh, you're the best rapper ever. Yeah, yeah. And then even Nas, who released an album, a Kanye produced album earlier this year, and it was kind of lukewarm where it's like, eh, you don't really have a lot of shit to compare it to, though.
1: And, and I mean, speaking of Kanye, you got Kanye out there. Yeah, and now like Kanye's
0: pooping out lukewarm shit. This yeah. motherfucker takes three years off or so And then two years off, and then comes back with seven songs. And I thought about Tupac, and I'm like, this motherfucker got shot, then went to prison, and released a double disc. Fucking 28 songs, made 10 movies, and three school plays all in the same year. And this motherfucker, Kanye, is like, "Oh, oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. Motherfucker, you got a studio in your kitchen, right? Like, right. what do you mean? Got studio. Worries. So where the older goes. rappers just outworked. I mean, Tupac's work ethic was insane, but like I said, I don't think people really know where to place him. The only thing I could ever compare it to is Michael Jordan when he came back with the Wizards. Oh, yeah. Because people were like, he sucked, but when you th- talk about it ten years later, it's like he played fucking all eighty-two games.
1: Yeah. He also averaged like 27 yeah. points. I
0: it's... remember watching the interview of him coming back and just the way that smart people think. The interviewer goes, so you still think you can score 20? And he goes, you mean five points a quarter? Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about it like that, it's like, well, that's why he's fucking great. Yeah. But he played all 82 games, which I mean, you, you're a casual NBA fan. like. M- motherfuckers don't play 82 games. LeBron, LeBron just played, played 82 last year. last year, and it was a big deal because he never played 82 games. Yeah, Michael Jordan at 38 played 82 games and averaged 20 points per game. And people will try to compare it, and it's like, you can't compare Michael Jordan to old Michael. He's he's old now.
1: Right, yeah.
0: It's like, compare him to other 38-year-old players. Right. And it's like Kobe... To Grant Hill. <laughs> Kobe's last year, he was hobbled. I mean... He barely played the last three years, and this motherfucker, Michael Jordan, went out at 38. Now, granted, Kobe came out of high school, Michael Jordan went to college, all that shit, but I feel like two things can be true. All of that's true, and also, that motherfucker was 40 playing 82 fucking games. So, you got to give it to him. So, with Eminem, I look at that like, well, compare it to everyone else's ninth album. Right. Take yep. Ice Cube's Knife album. Yeah. Don't compare Eminem now to fucking Slim Shady LP. Ice Cube's
1: Knife album was uh, uh, Are We There Yet? The <laughs> movie. I love Ice
0: Cube, by the way. I do, f-
1: too. I lo- Ice Cube was, like, one of one of the first rappers I really got into.
0: Yeah, I love Ice Cube. Just really political. Eminem kind of followed his strategy of just being the most hated motherfucker on yeah, the planet. yeah. To a T. You
1: used to be able to see M M&M and M for like four dollars back in nineteen ninety
0: hilarious 96. Yeah, yeah. You did you spend some time in Detroit, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: We used to um we used to uh take people's cars. <laughs> we used and go up and and as kids and fuck around in the city. So Yeah. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of crazy shit like Crazy white kid shit too, like Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, I see fucking House of Pain. House uh, of Pain. Cypress Hill. They're all
0: good, like rock, kid rap, kind of <laughs> mashups.
1: Yeah. Well, that was my shit when I was a kid. Because it was like, I liked rock music, but I didn't like uh, solos and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like sad, a little, a little
0: lyrics and shit. Yeah,
1: but I liked, uh, I remember when um, Public Enemy had that song with Anthrax. They did a cover of Bring the Noise. It was like in
0: 1987,
1: 88, somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, Because they were like both on Theft
0: Jam. Fucking golden years and yeah. Rick, Rick Rubin. And Rick Rubin, and Rick yeah. Rubin always find like great rappers and then add that rock sound and kind of fuse the two together. Yeah. Like we just talked about Jay-Z and obviously 99 Problems is a very like raw rap.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's more of a rock, like the actual beat is more of rock.
1: yeah. Well, it's like when you listen to Eminem, shit, there's a lot of guitar in there.
0: Mm-hmm. You listen to
1: Kanye, my favorite Kanye album is Twisted Dark Fantasy.
0: Yeah. And there's
1: a lot of... Riffs. Piece. There's and a lot of riffs and, and keys and keyboards and shit like that, so... But, yeah. um,
0: I just wish people would compare him to other greats' ninth album. And it's like, stop. It's never going to be the Slim Shady time again. Like, 99 is gone. Like, just fucking... Enjoy that he's yeah. still breathing, and you, you almost say, well, would you would you prefer he got shot?" Would you? Well, that's the, the biggest problem. With fucking
1: his, prefer it. The biggest problem with his legacy was that he he lived. Mm-hmm. Because if he had been shot, because like if, say Tupac never got shot, right? If he was like
0: forty something now. He'd, Tupac probably he'd be, be close both, to fifty now.
1: He'd he, be like fifty. Yeah,
0: forty five or so. I think fifty. Because Jay right Z is weirdly like. Around everyone's age, and you're like, How the fuck is this dude still going? Like, he was Big Daddy Kane's opener. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, No, this motherfucker's ancient. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker has the fountain of youth or something, man. But yeah, Tupac probably be voting for Trump and. Pissing everybody oh, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like be... y'all could get Kanye to take the maggot head off, but if you think you're getting Pop to take it off, oh. you got another <laughs> fucking thing coming. So yeah, I always kind of wonder what they'd be doing at this point. But... He would. He would be in daddy daycare too. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because you yeah. fucking mature and you grow up, and you, you know, I think people just get caught in the you know, it's very easy to impress one time, like when you're new. Right. You'll never be as good as when you're new because you're new to people. So, yeah. Is, you know, it's the first time in a strip club, right? Yeah. <laughs> you only had $30, but it was the best night ever. <laughs> Did you check out any other uh, fight this weekend? Wilder versus Fury. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was pretty good, right? That was a pretty good fight.
1: Yeah. Did you I
0: actually was... watch the fight or.
1: No, I couldn't afford it. Who <laughs> could? I know. I had to watch I had to watch the downloaded clips and whatnot.
0: Yeah, the clips were good, man. Yeah. You know what I love about boxing is the last place you could be racist. Like, it's pretty much just race based. You think so? Unless it's two black people. <laughs> and then it gets weird. Yeah, yeah, because then you gotta Or like, two white people. You gotta you gotta
1: root for like the but white. But most
0: of the fights are pretty, you know, archaic. McGregor yeah. versus And, I mean, it boils down to nationality, but at some point, it can become just race-based. Right, yeah. You know, obviously, uh, McGregor was what? uh, Ireland? Irish, yeah. He's Irish, and then you had Mayweather that's, you know, American black or whatever, but it's like... Black people were pretty much unanimous for him. Oh, yeah, and yeah. most white people are just like, fucking Conor McGregor's going to yeah, kick his ass. Oh,
1: I knew Mayweather was going to fuck him up. So I mean,
0: even with Fury and versus fucking Wilder, he's just kind of going,
1: all right, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, I saw What's-His-Face's rant before the fight. Um, Wilder. Wilder's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I was
0: like, man, all right, well, it really is a race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking, they were slugging it out though, which is interesting to see because the last few big fights have been like middleweights and Mayweather and light super featherweights and yeah, this was two fucking sluggers, old school style, just going after each other.
1: You know what shit I like is the uh, the Japanese fights because in Japan, you could be um, you could be like a hundred and eighty pound dude, hundred and forty pound dude, and they'll let you fight a three hundred pound dude.
0: Oh shit. So they, they, they got don't, no regulations they don't over there, yeah, 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 Cause they
1: it's just like it's a fight, yeah, you know, like there's That's one thing I
0: loved about uh Roy Jones growing up, he's my favorite fighter, is he would go up, up or down. And down, yeah, and I mean, he took a few ls due to the fact that he was willing to go up or go down. Whereas most guys just kind of stay at their weight class and fight. Yeah. I feel like fucking Roy Jones, he, he, that motherfucker could get a sex change and fight you if he yeah. could. Like, he, he had no boundaries. Like He's and like, oh, got, oh, you're the your best woman me. fighter? Well, I'm going to be a woman next month, motherfucker. We're going to see about that.
1: I watched yeah. one fight with him where this dude was <laughs> swinging at him. And Roy knew his moves. And Roy put his gloves down. And then he put his gloves down. He yeah. just looked at the dude. Let him swing. Yeah, he swung, swung, boom, and just he yeah. just hit him with the right because he knew what the guy was gonna do. He
0: used to stick his neck out at people and yeah. just almost like taunt you, and then when you swing, you fucking dodge it and counter punch, and you'd be down. But yeah, did you think Wilder won or did you think Fury won, man? I th- I don't know. I felt like I felt like Wilder won. It did feel that way. Because when you see a mother, there's something powerful about seeing somebody get knocked out.
2: Yeah, right. And you're like, hey,
0: I got to put you down, man. I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. And even then, everybody's like, well, the count was slow. And you're seeing all these clips now where people got the timer. And they're like, look, look. Yeah. Slow count. Slow count. And I guess
1: one of the judges said they couldn't see everything. Like, they, like boxing's hard to score. Yeah, it's
0: loud and everything yeah. else. Like, they
1: gotta have somebody up in, like, a booth. Maybe. Like,
0: to, to kind of score. But we hate too. that in the NFL, too, because it's like, we know what a catch looks like. Yeah. And they've kind of ruined that now to where it's like, oh, look at his foot, zoom in, HD quality. Oh, that's not a catch. And yeah. everyone just went, oh, shit, they just won last second, and it kind of takes away the fun. So, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you can over-review shit, but I definitely, from seeing the highlights, granted, the highlights are highlights. Right. So, you don't know, see, but he, I guess, scored the same amount of punches, but yeah. the I knockdown know. always looks good.
1: I know, I know. It's hard to argue you know, with that.
0: But they got great fucking fighter names. That's what I love about them. Yeah. Wilder versus fucking Fury. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes you see a fight and the names are just like, nah, I don't know. Klitschko versus... Um, Mitrovic or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker's pretty much real life Ivan Drago. Mexico <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is just a great Russian. Then? I did. did you I'm fucking bonus here this weekend. Yeah, hey, it's a good week for boxing, man. Yeah. Fucking Creed's out there knocking people out. I'm make my wife go. She like
1: she she refuses to believe it. We saw Creed on Thanksgiving two years ago and she loved it. Yeah, she she to acting like she didn't. She loved it. I, I, yeah, I'm
0: like I'm like Oh, it's just something in. inspiring about a boxing movie, you know? Yeah, boxing movies, you just feel like yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. And I'm like,
1: I know you want to look at Michael B. Jordan shirtless.
0: Yeah, right? it was gratuitous shots of his <laughs> abs. I went to see it obviously with a girl, and I just told her like, yeah, I'm sure you slept good tonight. Yeah, well, those gratuitous shots of his abs. I made a mistake when I saw Creed one of asking a girl like you know what does the B in his name stand for? And she's like Bay, and I'm like fuck you. Yeah, uh, you just pay for your own movie. Yeah. Guess what? Bay owes me eleven ninety five. Definitely. But yeah, it's hard to watch a boxing movie without getting inspired, man. You yeah. Get fired up. Get inspired man. to
1: work out, and then I get home. And I'm like, I'm just well, gonna open I this fuck beer. Fuck that, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: Definitely that, man. Just the training they go through. Every boxer's poor. Like, that's the tie that binds. Yeah. Because I feel like it'd just be wrong if a rich motherfucker whoops your ass. And, yeah. like, has his butler drop 30s on you, $20 bills or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dream, was it? Or who was it? on? Uh, oh. The Millionaire, Ted DiBiase. Oh, Ted DiBiase, a million-dollar man. The million-dollar man, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ted just DiBiase. Money, throw
1: money at you. <laughs> He would stuff the hundred in your mouth.
0: Yeah, he was really disrespectful. Yeah, he was making it rain before making it rain was a thing. Yeah, grown ass man, you just wake up with a bunch of hundreds on your chest. Like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) Well, whatever happened, I got an extra thousand dollars now. I know.
1: In addition to my spot pay for wrestling, fuck a million dollar
0: man, man, those were good, good wrestling days. Yeah, those were the best. The good. I tried watching
1: it recently. Yeah, and the, I can't get into WWE right now the, yeah. women, ones, the women ones are good but I like I
0: think it's one of those things where once your innocence leaves you you can't tap back into it the characters are all too much the same oh you think so
1: yeah they're exact, like cause you can't do this thing anymore where you can remember we had Iron Sheik
0: Yeah, the Russian bullshit we had Tropes
1: yeah, and you it had was damn near racist, but
0: it was great. Yeah, but you can't. We get. had gold dust. Everyone thought he was gay. Yeah, you can't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, Even yeah. like
1: the gay guys. What's that? What's
0: that? The Oh yeah, those do- guys are Dolph or whatever. Is that no New Day? Yeah, I think. I forget I their name, but Day, I right, know who yeah, you're talking about.
1: Uh, I think that's who it is. is. They, they're clearly gay.
0: Yeah. But they can't say it. Right. Even though this is the
1: age of representation. Right. Where you should be being like, yo, these guys are gay. But
0: yeah, it was very barbaric and, you know, archaic tropes and yeah. You know, the guy that doesn't speak English. Yeah. You're like, I hate this guy. You're allowed to be xenophobic and hate foreigners. You're like, fuck that guy. When his stupid flag or whatever. So, yeah, it's just different times. But great names. I think that's just, like I said, Wilder versus Fury is great names. Wrestlers have some great names. Some names are just like, you're meant to be a star. The Rockets just yeah. two words even just Johnson to the yeah. point yeah. Yeah, yeah his first incarnation though sucked do you remember like rocky mayaviian
1: oh god when he had
0: the blue and yeah, he used to love sable he'd like try to get with her every time he had the little cork curly hair yeah and then he just became an asshole and went hill and that shit worked.
1: Oh, even uh, Goldberg is a good name. Yeah. Even as simple yeah. and as Jewish as it is. Yeah, <laughs> as simple as it is. Stone Cold I Cole thought Steve he was a lawyer.
0: Great names, man. I feel like uh, that's one connection between rap and rap and wrestling. Like, you don't know who the fuck <laughs> you're dealing with. Yeah. Like, it's rapping sometimes. It's just like... I, it's, it's, what are we talking about? Is this a fighter or fucking yeah. like a fucking a havoc? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, is this a rapper or a wrestler? Yeah. Oh, he's part of a rap duo. Okay, Mob Deep. All right. Yeah. But that could be a tag team just as easily as it could be. Oh fuck yeah, Mob Deep. I feel like that's it's one that thing. For that's sure. one thing our art is missing is the great nicknames. Like uh, yeah, yeah. Nicknames.
1: Fucking. We need to start with nicknames for people.
0: Yeah, maybe we do, man. I I yeah. Like I uh who's a rapper? Twister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. This could be a rapper or I could be getting slammed here. I don't yeah. fucking know what's going on. Is Vader. Yeah, Vader. Harlem Heat. Right, yeah. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah. are they gonna kick Ryan? Right. Yeah. The Booker T. <laughs> yeah,
1: Booker T. <laughs> yeah. That could it, definitely
0: be a rapper. Ric Flair, fucking. That's not a good one. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. That could Mr. be wonderful. The Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Legion of Doom. Yeah, You just never know, man. Legion of Doom would be a good uh, rapper, name. rapper name. Yeah, definitely Killer Mike. It's like, yeah. am I going to get slammed or is yeah. this motherfucker going to kick some rhymes? <laughs> that is a big dude. We got to get some nicknames in comedy. I feel like was the last nickname was Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. But um, nicknames Guy have kind of gone out of style. Yeah. No comedians. That's hamburger that's, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met hamburger a few months ago. Yeah, and I thought it was great because, yeah, he's a cool, motherfucker. Made it all the way to Family Guy. Guys, yeah. if you're listening, look up look up Alonzo Hamburger Jones on YouTube, and then watch him on Death Jam, and then watch Family Guy, and when they mention him in the uh, cartoon, man, did yeah. you ever see that? Uh-uh. I'll show I it to you after up. this. It's yeah. great shaggy ducky yeah cause he's like <laughs> no I was actually it, referencing it. Alonzo Hamburger Jones the comedian who always said hamburger after oh no <laughs> so shit it's, just, it's funny cause you never know who you're impacting when you do your shit yeah I thought it was great cause I met him and when he gave me his number I saved it with the emoji of a hamburger, and I I might never get the chance to do this again, so I have to do this, (laughs) get the chance to save somebody, speaking of comedians, man, uh, what influenced you to get into comedy, man, how long you been doing it, and like, where'd you start? I started in South Carolina,
1: uh, officially, but I've been, uh, I mean, I've been, I was a goofy kid in school my whole life. Uh, I loved Saturday Night Live and Living Color, all that sort of shit. Growing yeah, up, yeah, those were great, huh? Yeah, back in the day. Living Color,
0: Handicapped Man. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Get in trouble for Handicap Man nowadays. I,
1: you know, I thought about yesterday. I was thinking about it. you cannot do oh, uh, you cannot do Men on Film mm-hmm. anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the two, two snaps. snaps and a <laughs> okay.
0: yeah, Homie the Clown. I uh, think you could still hit people with you, socks yeah. for saying dumb shit. <laughs> you probably could. You could just yeah. That I think that was a great Man, character. That was uh, Paul Mooney by the way that wrote that. Oh, was it? Yeah, he invented Homie the Clown. Oh, that makes sense. God, that was such a great show. Yeah,
1: but uh, that sort of shit. You know, I used to do all that sort of stuff, and then
0: remember Jim Carrey on the umbilical cord, that character, yeah, yeah. and Fire Marshal Bill that Jim Carrey <laughs> did. Yeah. Of course, he was James Carrey then, but you know. Rosie Perez was the dancer. She was yeah, a fly Rosie Perez. girl. Or Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. That's man. right. Wrong yeah. Puerto Rican.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez
0: is great, though. Oh, yeah, God. she
1: was uh, something else, though.
0: That accent.
1: Yeah. She's hot. Yeah, I love White Rosie. Men Can't Jump. That was mm-hmm. my first introduction. Love to Rosie Perez.
0: Beauty, you so stupid. <laughs> yeah,
1: I didn't see him do the right thing until, like, recently. That, yeah, was, her, yeah, that was her. I didn't thing. see that,
0: but I definitely saw White Men Can't Jump. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, so, but then I didn't start until, I started when I was older. I started when I was 28. I'm old man. Can you not say 28
0: like it's 60? Yeah. <laughs> I started when I was older, you know. I was at the nursing home and they had a talent night. <laughs> the thing that keeps me going, well, yeah,
1: I had a talent night in the Navy. The thing that keeps me going, I think about this from time to time, is uh, I look, I say I started at 28 after I got out of the Navy, which is the same thing that Ron White did and so I love Ron White so I'm like alright as long as I have that example in the back of my mind I
0: think the military is a great place for that mm-hmm. being that you meet people from all different walks of life
1: yeah,
0: from all over different races if you're funny in like boot camp
1: yeah, you can yeah. probably
0: go to any comedy club and be pretty good I mean once you get your bearings yeah, once you know which way is up on stage and even myself a military child so being moving around a lot, I went to almost, I went to 10 different schools. So it's like, yeah, I was always auditioning when I think about it now.
1: Right. I had to, um I didn't have uh, a lot of, I didn't have like a good traditional upbringing. Yeah. So. That helps. I had to, you're right. I had to figure out ways to either defend myself because I was a fat kid who would get me in front of or I would have to learn to make people laugh so they would kind of like me.
0: Yeah, it's a defense mechanism. Right, yeah. So I Definitely developed that as a mechanism.
1: And I never knew that you could do this for a living. I still don't think you can. Yeah. But I never knew that you could do this for a living, so I, it took me a long time to figure out how to put that yeah, together. Yeah,
0: because everybody, and I mean, you're a little older than me even, you know, traditionally our parents are just like, you know, do something that makes money. There's no... I think just now where those liberal arts people are starting to graduate and there's, you know, toxic masculinity and safe spaces and all that shit. that now people are like, be happy. But it's like, yeah, hard to be happy when you're hungry. Right, yeah. Ooh, you know, it's yeah. hard to be happy when you're hungry. So, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> or if you're sleeping on the street. Parents kind of <laughs> were like, hey, you know, when you fucking turn 19, you can get the fuck out of my house. Go to military, go to college, or just go across town and get a job. Yeah,
1: I got kicked out at eighteen right? yeah. because I was uh, I was just living already. I was just fucking off, and and my mom was like, "You can do that somewhere
0: else." Yeah, you yeah. know, we you can be an adult, but not in my house. That right. kind of right. old yeah, school yeah. mentality, yeah. which I think is better in a certain ways. You know, because you're gonna sink or swim. You know, as an adult,
1: that's the way her parents. Treated her so that's the way I got treated. It yeah. worked out for her. It's, it's going okay for me. It's
0: like pushing a <laughs> pushing a uh, pushing a bird out the nest, and it's like you're either gonna fly, or you're gonna. I tell you about my cousin. Obviously, that's going to prison. I think about him sometimes, and it's like you know, if you want to kill people, there's a place for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a place for that, know, yeah, where it's legal and everything. So yeah, you started. After being in the Navy. How long were you in the Navy? Five years. Five years, okay. Yeah. That's a good amount of time. It was it was plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men Four in of uniform. Them voluntary. Men in uniform, Fleet Week, right?
1: Yeah, we never did Fleet Week up here. We did it in Boston, though. Okay. We did it in Boston the first, 4th of July after
0: 9 Show you some love. Oh, after 9-11? Yeah, whew. in Boston. A lot of beads, right? Oh, yeah. Throwing those beads. Oh, man, so, Get, so Getting much. those rewards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah like, I mean, I
1: didn't pay for a beer. Yeah, 100%. You know?
0: Why should you have to pay for a beer? Yeah. So you served during 9-11. That was like yeah. serious time, right?
1: Yeah. I served... I actually joined... Uh, in two thousand, I got a bit about it because uh, I tell people like in New York, people don't give a fuck if you're a veteran, right? You know, they care more if you have uh, goofy
0: liberal in
1: Etsy shop or if you're a feminist or weird, whatever. yeah. So, um, but I, I, if I'm on the road and I cl- and I, I mention I'm a veteran, and people clap. I'm like, no, I'm not a hero because I joined when Clinton was
0: president. Uh, yeah. yeah, in the downtime, it was chill. Yeah yeah yeah, uh, like
1: I, and then um, I was in boot camp when Bush took over, and then I was on my ship when 9-11 happened. Oh shit! Yeah.
0: So what was that like?
1: It was fucking crazy. I mean, it's a it's a whole thing. It's we uh, I mean, we responded to it. We were in Virginia. We ended up off the coast of New York. We had to shoot, We you know we, the whole thing was if you had an airplane that was in the sky, you had to shoot it out. Ah, sky. oh shit! Yeah, so we're 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 off the coast of New York, Jersey area. Yeah, and uh, we're just monitoring the airspace.
0: Monitoring the airspace because they, they ground yeah. all
1: flights all over the
0: world. So unique thing about uh, what was it uh, Pearl Harbor that I don't think will ever happen again. Because I even 9 11, they used our own planes against us. Yeah. Where yeah. almost our radars are too sophisticated now that anything that flies in that ain't marked is getting shot down. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, we'll shoot now and ask questions later. Yeah. Even if it happens to be our own people. But yeah, so I, I forgot randomly. I think somebody was asking me about uh, what were they asking about? Oh, Pearl Harbor. Randomly, I think I was at a bar and there was an older white guy. And he asked me about, I think, was it 1942? Yeah. And I was just you problem. know how I know the year? There was a video game called 1942 for Nintendo. Yeah, I remember that. And my yeah. father had it. I mean, obviously, was a him plane. being in the Air Force. Yeah. So the guy said something, something. And he was talking about his father. Something, something 1942. And I'm, young fella, do you know what happened 1942? And I'm like, Pearl Harbor. I'll take Poor Harbor for 500 as yeah, sure prizes says. and this is what was funny and I mean you can trigger anybody but you know me as a comedian at some point it's just like you know what I'll just say this and see what happens because yeah. he was going off about how his father had to fight and I said well you know I, I know he was goes you know most young people wouldn't know something like that and I'm like yeah I know because there was a video game something something and uh, he's like oh man, that's a crock of crap there ought to not be a video game about a day like that And I said, yeah, I know, you know, the next thing you know, they're going to have, you know, a 9-11 video game. And I saw him get pissed and I, you know how comedians do, sometimes we stick the knife in and then turn it. Yeah. So once I realized like he was getting pissed, I was like, oh, let's just see how fun this is going to be. So I just threw this at him and I was like, you know, you'll probably even be able to play as the terrorist. And he's like, oh, fuck no, you better not be slamming his hand on the bar. And I'm like. This guy's getting drunk. I should probably yeah, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I should yeah. probably leave him alone. He's like, you better not be able to play as Al Qaeda. And I'm like, nah. I usually don't talk. About, that's why I don't
1: talk about it with strangers because yeah, the people start asking my opinion about because part of the reason I
0: got out was because we we invaded Iraq right, yeah, and I didn't want nothing to do with that. There yeah. had no connection on it. I made the joke on Facebook about Daddy Bush. Because obviously, you know, he just passed. And I was like, oh, I read his bio. I didn't realize the W in George W. Bush stood for war. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Because everybody says it was just payback. His father kind of wanted him to make that happen because, you know, whatever they had going on yeah, and some type of legacy stuff. That's why I do think, and I mean. They sent
1: assassins to try and kill him. Wow. That's why I think that that George W. Bush was partially like, yeah, we're going to go fuck this motherfucker up.
0: Yeah, all be careful, we're going to get a knock at the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we know you're in there. Yeah, there's one thing I've learned. The government's so inefficient that they couldn't. Oh yeah, they man.
0: It's, it's Especially s- with this
1: jackass in office. It's
0: crazy, but that's why I think uh, you kind of hear this casually thrown around in conversation. But it's like, when those motherfuckers start a war, the first person to go should be someone. Because you are sending people to get killed. And a lot of times for your whatever you know petty grudges are with yeah. other world and other countries and their leaders. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think sometimes, especially when we see like Trump, I mean, obviously Rock dodged the draft and uh, you know a lot of these people did well that's
1: the thing the poor always go and
0: fight right and that's the the thing that I feel like is wrong about it where it's like nah if we're gonna do this let's, let's make it fair let's send enough people from everybody to where we think twice about sending people right like people are complaining about those drones and it's like that's better than humans yeah better than fucking humans
1: yeah, I think that's the next thing. We're, like The next Pearl Harbor is going to be a thing of drones coming Yeah. In, I
0: oh, I I was listening to the news and I heard that NYPD has drones now. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Are they racist, too? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously? They've
1: got the drones like you can get in the store. They got those oh, kind of drones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: laughing. I saw one two years ago that it brought over drugs. And I was just like the idea of like a drone being in prison. <laughs> like he's getting stronger, lifting weights and everything. In
1: uh, Seattle, they got a an app, right? And you can, you can put uh, you buy it like a Nickel bag of weed. Wow.
0: And a drone will deliver it to you in oh, four minutes man. and twenty seconds. The fucking future, you like, hey drone, I think you shorted me, motherfucker. Yeah. I ordered a nickel. This ain't no nickel, I waited. Yeah. Somebody's just stepping on a drone, just stomping on it. Yeah, you hit, the, hit it with a baseball. See man. the drone in the alley like smoking some of your shit before yeah. it delivers it. <laughs> At least y'all gotta hang out with a drone. What? <laughs> at least y'all gotta
1: hang out with a yeah, drone. Yeah, at
0: least you don't right. Have to listen to look at his fish tank or whatever. But uh <laughs> Who the fuck was I asking you? Oh, we were talking about comedy and how you got into it. So like who would you say like two or three of your favorite stand up comedians, like your influences? Patrice. Uh mm, Patrice even though, is dope. Even though like I don't think my style or anything
1: is like him at all, nah. but just like the The level of honesty and, like, no subject was untouchable, Mm -hmm. you know? And just him being able to say shit just off the top of his head, it was just so funny, you know? Yeah. It wasn't even, like, traditional jokes.
0: Very off the cuff. And, like I said, by elephant in the room, he was almost doing stand-up backwards. Yeah. Where he would almost tell you the punchline and then, by the end, give you the reason why he said that. it's like, oh, shit. yeah. I like this HBO special. That shit is hilarious to me. Yeah,
1: Elephant in the Room is, like, my favorite fucking thing ever. Just, like, him Uh, just going, uh, 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 um, uh, what is it? Like, STDs and and sexual, uh, awareness is a woman's responsibility. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And the joke about Mike Tyson. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the joke about. It's like, oh it's yeah, 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 but We won't repeat it here because God knows if we get in trouble for tweets, we we'll get in trouble for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I thought of the other day, and it's funny because you know certain comedians you didn't even know their name, but you knew the jokes. And when Comedy Central played nothing but stand-up comedy, Mitch Hedberg, man, Mitch Hedberg is great. I'll, he was a big influence. That's a, I would say he's another one. For I'll tell sure. you the joke that I was thinking about. Uh, I, you know, man. You know, Semi, something like a relationship now with this girl. And the joke I was thinking about was his joke about the girlfriend where he said, you know, I don't have a girlfriend, but I do know a girl who'd be mad if she heard me, say that. me say that yeah. and I'm like god damn cause that's that, smart. it just applies to real life and that's how I feel about her at this point like yeah. she's not my girlfriend but she'd probably be mad if she heard me say that I don't have a girlfriend yeah, she'd be so high. and I think there's a lot of like you know gray area situations with people that yeah. that applies to yeah Mitch definitely left too soon man he's yeah. a great absurdist Mitch and- when you think about alt comedy and you think about like he's kind of the godfather yeah, oh yeah. Of that Absolutely. style.
1: But he was such a head, and that was like his Some whole thing. Heroin head too, but... Yeah, unfortunately, no. yeah. yeah. that and
0: is I, good. I would say probably Chappelle right run out my top Oh three. yeah, and Chappelle's great, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I love his last few specials. He's just unattached to everything. Like, even if you got mad, it's like, what sponsor would you pull? Oh, yeah. He right says there. it. I don't have any sponsors, so when you're mad about the shit I say, hey, you're just mad about it. Yeah. I, I love, love the that. joke about the uh, trans people and the, you know, black dudes. It's hardcore black dudes in Brooklyn wearing high heels. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a, uh, I saw him live years a few years ago on Oddball Festival, and yeah. he was just talking about. He had a whole story about stovetop stuffing. Wow. That was just the funniest fucking shit ever.
0: That was great. There's a, uh, I don't know if you know, on YouTube, there's a clip of him at the comic strip here in the city, I think from like 2007 or so, and it's like an hour, two hours long of just raw, uncut him, and it's just great. It was f- from when him and Dane Cook were going back and forth. Do you remember? Oh, about who's going to have the, uh, longest, who's stand. have the yeah. longest stand-up set. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they were buying pancakes and shit to stick around. And yeah. obviously, you had to do it on the coast because nobody's going to watch a seven-hour comedy show no, in not. Ohio or Indiana. You know? No, hell no. But that was a great period of comedy, just him and Dane Cook going back and forth for the record.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he won
0: that. He so started in South Carolina. How long you been in New York, man? Six years six years. So we've been in New York about the same amount of time. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. Like, what would it meet like a year ago?
1: Yeah.
0: Insane. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> the scene is so big you cannot see someone and think they quit.
1: Right. <laughs> like if we didn't have Facebook
0: and all this shit you're like whatever happened to that one guy? Yeah, yeah. And it's like no motherfucker I've been working. <laughs> yeah I know. I just haven't seen you. So. Right.
1: It's just it's weird. And I'll meet somebody and I'll talk to him, and we'll be like,
0: oh, we have all these same friends in common. Yeah, except to my roommate. Yeah. One day we were talking, and I'm like, so, yeah, I'm going to do Derek. Humphrey show." And he's like, Derek? He's like, yeah. He goes, you know what he told me? He goes, I actually think we met at your show. I think he was talking about, was it Crime Scene? What was that over on 3rd um, Avenue? That, no, that wasn't mine. But you were there, and I think he was like, Yeah, you know, he was there. And I'm like, I don't remember that. Oh, man. But yeah, New York comedies, there's so many comedians that it's just like, Yeah, yeah. Who knows, man?
1: And then you'll see somebody like a bunch. Like, I went like a year without running into Nico. Yeah. And then then for like three, four months straight, I would just see him everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Insane. Well, because there's so many places to do comedy, and there's so many places that. They'll tell you this is the right place or that's yeah. the right place, and you end up all. The and way there's down. some comedians
0: that don't leave Brooklyn. There's comedians that you know they only do the urban circuit. There's comedians that only do the alt circuit. There's comedians that only do mainstream Manhattan circuit. Yeah. So, yeah, hundred percent, man. So what? We, what did you moved here six years ago? Hitting some mics pretty hard when you first got here, man. Oh, yeah. What yeah, were the mics? Yeah. They were all hell gigs. So. Uh, they all oh, they were all bad. They were
1: all... The stand, I used to have a mic at like five every day. Okay, yeah. Or somewhere around there. And love mics. Um, I would always go out to uh, Freddy's out in...
0: Brooklyn, yeah, Freddy's is a good spot. Friday oh yeah, I like, do like that spot out in Brooklyn. It's Broadway like Park, club. Park Slope, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man.
1: Broadway Comedy Club. Oh, um, the
0: Broadway Comedy Club. Mics. Yeah, Woo.
1: they had they had a pl- they had a space upstairs. I'm and not am Not a
0: big fan of club mics.
1: I'm not either. I you feel like they, club.
0: the clubs should only see you it's your auditioning or something like that but for some reason all the clubs have a mic and it's just like uh, ugh which you can smell a new comic from a mile away right oh yeah they see the friend request on Facebook and it's got their damn background and it literally looks like they just went around taking pictures in front of signs yeah absolutely you see the comedy club background the stand and it's just like wait, is this guy the standing? You're like, maybe it's someone I don't know. Then you think about it, you're like, I've never seen this guy in my life. Right. Then you figure out they've only been doing stand-up for a year. Yeah. You can smell that coming, too, because at their job, you know, job title on Facebook, it says, uh, employer, stand-up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> And it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, job, stand-up you comedy. definitely been doing this for less than a year.
1: Yeah, Who. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, Grizzly Pear, like, I used to spend so many Fucking weekends. Grizzly Pear,
0: right? Yeah,
1: it was, and you know, the thing is, too, that's kind of cool about it. Like, some, some comics don't like to see other people move up and whatnot. Right. But I remember being at, you know, we were just talking about Langston a minute ago. Yeah. Used to do mics with Langston out of Freddy's. I used to always see Emma Willman yeah. over at Grizzly Emma Pear. Emma Willman's great. She's, you know, she's um,
0: really nice, always willing to help. Like Yeah, anytime. she's super
1: sweet. Uh, and and Michelle Wolf you know Michelle Wolf See yeah. See her at Freddy's mic and then all over and now she's big yeah, yeah, yeah. huge white yeah. house
0: correspondent's big right uh, the president's enemy list yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got her on the list yeah. definitely
1: all these people who are like famous now Joe List Mark Norman
0: yeah Mike
1: Lawrence those were the guys who were just yeah, Mike Lawrence did to a pump. lot
0: of mics and it was kind of Weird because he'd come in and everybody's head turn and everybody, of course, then would try to do their real stuff. Yeah, (laughs) like he doesn't care. He's just working on his shit, buddy. Well, he would. He, I,
1: I guess he used to be real mean
0: to people, you know, Hmm. which is
1: fine, whatever. But I
0: never got that from him, though. He's he's a nice motherfucker to me.
1: I've heard it from I've heard it from a
0: couple people, but I felt like that was more of his persona because even when he was. When he'd go up to do a set, he'd always kind of roast some people in the crowd. Yeah. And it'd kind of get everybody going because it's just like, oh, shit, Mike's here fucking. And I mean, you wouldn't see a lot of guys that had been on Comedy Central come do Mike's. Yamanika would come sometimes to do like Petey's mic and that'd be kind of dope to just see somebody like I said that was just on TV at a mic working out their shit Yeah, because I think a lot of people do feel like once they get on TV I'm never going to a mic again but I think you need to go to stay fresh and to remember why it's a privilege to do spots Yeah, and to be on TV I
1: just hung out with uh, Well, I, I did a mic last week which I, I stopped doing as many as I used to do and, and Ian Finance was there and yeah. it's like, I mean for those who don't know Ian's he's a funny guy, he's passing the cellar but he's still doing a two minute mic yeah, as just a kick in the cage yeah. I
0: think sometimes just to be around new comics and the energy they give you right. like I feel like we both give each other energy in that situation you know the veteran comic is giving you a little hope because he's like oh I used to do this I remember uh, being real down and shitty one day Uh, I was at the strip about to do late night. And I just was in a bad mood. And, uh, you know, late night is, you you might make it off that list and you might not, you know. Yeah. So I was just shitty and just feeling like, God damn, this, like, you know, just comedy in general sucks. And it's like, you know, fucking, you know, New York beats you up. But anyway, Sam came in and he was laughing because he was just like, yeah, man, keep going. Keep going. I think he could see it in my face. And he's just like, Keep going, keep going and I'm like, Huh? And he's like, dude, we used to be just like you guys. Like we used to stand around this table yeah. every night. And yeah. I was like, Yeah, then just here every night and just I don't know if this is going anywhere. And he just read it on me like it must have my fucking forehead must have said I'm about to quit (laughs) (laughs) and he's like nah bro we used to be here every night just like you guys are you know me Norman this guy that guy obviously you know I was there you know Nico Anthony DeVito would be there and like we do late night and Greg Stone and just like I said just it's a fucking it's a fucking like what's those matches called it's a marathon match man where (laughs) yeah, <laughs> you yeah. just keep slamming people and just throwing people out the ring, and there's 80 contestants. And yeah. what I was telling somebody the other day was like, you don't realize about New York, and like, cause I went back home for Thanksgiving, and I got to hang around the comics in Indianapolis. And uh, shouts out to my boy Ernest Hicks, by the way. He took me over to the club Jokers there, and that shit's dope. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, but you kind of know the scene. There's two or three comics that have potential. And then there's a bunch of like, you know, old timer has-beens. Yeah. Then there's like the category of like, you know, hobbyist almost. Yeah. Just doing this to pass the time. You know, the wife gets a kick out of it. My buddies get a kick out of it. Like they wear a tie. And they come out to so my... <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you know the type. But what I was telling him was so tough about New York is every day there's a new contestant. Yeah. Whereas you know Indianapolis you kind of know the scene you know who oh, to look man. out for you know what click to get in but you take two months off in New York there's a new 40 people and ten of them are fucking good
1: yeah and yep. the other
0: ten are just such great at networking no one even notices that they're not good yeah <laughs> I met a
1: kid last night that um, I never even met this dude never heard of him or whatever and uh, I was like man I was like You know, I'm not gonna say another about his comment on like that. You can tell he's a young dude. Yeah, and I feel like I'm out enough on the scene. And we were talking, and he's like, "Yeah, I write for this TV show. I'm doing an hour coming up at this venue." And I'm like,
0: "I have never even fucking heard of you." Yeah, there's a new contestant every day, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like like, I, like, Good uh,
2: Good like
0: yeah. I said, it's like a never-ending Royal Rumble. Every you throw somebody out the ring, you know, yeah. and here comes twenty more coming and you gotta throw all of them out the ring. And, yeah. you know, you're trying to get to the Booker and give them your email and get the email, and they're right there in front of you, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, that's what the fuck New York is, man. It's just every fucking day, and and then what's weird too is. You can be on a show with someone who's on the Forbes list. <laughs> yeah. Or they're on SNL and it's like, motherfucker, I mean, I just came from, you know, this or whatever.
1: Yeah, I remember, oh God, I think yeah, it just was... came
0: from work and this motherfucker just came from SNL. Yeah, it was
1: the... That's, that's exactly what happened to me uh, a month ago. Not even a month ago. Yeah. It was... Yeah, a little bit over a month ago. Before I went on vacation, my last show... I show down Lower East Side at Poco Bar. Right, it was a great show. Every Wednesday they run a fantastic show, and I had just left after like doing some delivery, some crap like that, and I went up before. One of the cast members of Saturday Night Live, <laughs> and after yeah. somebody who's been in movies, right? And and that's like the great equalizer because I had a good set too. Uh-huh. Stand up is like the great equalizer, and that's what
0: sucks sometimes because you had a better set and you got to go get on the A train, and this motherfucker's got a limo waiting outside. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. fuck! Can I just yeah. get a ride? Yeah, in the limo? Can you give me a ride my next so yeah, That's spot. the weirdest thing about New York. Yeah, I was arguing with somebody about you know which which place. Does it hurt more? And I'm like, it hurts more out here, definitely. Cause I'm like, you know, back home in Indy, you're competing for spots at a bowling alley. And yeah. nobody's leaving in a limo. Right. And nobody's <laughs> making six figures from stand up. Yeah. So you're not that hurt. Everything seems kinda removed. Alright, man. Well I've kept you for long enough here. We're gonna get down to motherfucking business. Let's do it. Goddamn fight night portion, man. Uh can you remember like your earliest fight? What's your earliest memory? Of My, a fight?
1: Uh, I used to get in a bunch of fights when I was a kid. I mean, because I was a fatherless child, so I had a lot of pent up anger.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And uh, and just the kids I ran with, and like I say, probably like probably, like third grade, I started like just being a little hellion, <laughs> and like third, like third fourth grade, somewhere around there, started like getting in fights in school and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, school fights. School fights and stuff like that, you know, because we 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 all were poor in it, and we uh, we didn't really have like racial divisions as kids. Like we didn't yeah. really think about that sort was of. Was this stuff. in Detroit or Ohio? is in, in Toledo? Okay, yeah, yeah. We didn't really have like it didn't seem like it was it wasn't anything motivated outside of anything other than like yeah I think I'm the toughest fucking kid or. You made fun of me too much. Yeah, you know, just me. fucking... You, tell, you, you, said you you said you fucked my mom or trying something Trying to be like king that. of the hill, basically. You yeah, know? yeah, so Talking. that sort of stuff for sure.
0: So you got some fights in the third some grade. school schoolyard fights. You remember any of them, like, being bad? Like, yeah,
1: you know, oh yeah, yeah. One kid, I remember one time, when I was in sixth grade, this kid started a fight with me, and I, I swung on him, and I was aiming for his chin, but then he moved his head... Up and I caught him oh, in the God. neck. I caught him in the neck and it it, it split his neck open. Like, oh shit! Not like obviously his windpipe or nothing right. like that. But he was bleeding out of his neck. Ugh. His sister fucking freaked the fuck out. This big ass black chick. She freaked out. She fucking she was like twice my size. Yeah. And we used to make fun of her for being so fucking big. She came snatch me up, precious. <laughs> yeah, so his
0: sister was precious. Yeah, she
1: she was like a. And you
0: throat f- punched him.
1: I throat pu- on accident. Did the sky
0: turn black? And somebody was like, "Finish him!" <laughs> and you fucking throat
1: punched him. He was crying. He had to go to the. He had to go to the principal and all that. He had to go to the nurse. I got suspended from school. It's like this was like. 5th grade, I think. 4th or 5th yeah, grade. That's
0: pretty vicious, man. Yeah. Hitting kids. I, was, I didn't hit nobody in the throat until I was in, like, 8th grade.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to.
0: What was that? By the time I saw light, I was all ready, a man. Yeah. <laughs> like Bane over here.
1: But there are a lot of fights where I grew up at. A lot of dudes would take... would take up. You know, the lock. Yeah. Um, the lock put put the knuckles. school lock and put them
0: on the knuckles. Yeah. That was one. Yeah, definitely, man. And
1: uh, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to leave because as I got older and I was like, man, everybody here
0: is just fighting and angry. There's and nothing hurting. else to do, really. Nothing else to do. I got Toledo, the fuck out Ohio. Of here. I mean, what? You just like dreams deferred of like, <laughs> it, you know, people never leave, so it is like, you know, when I went home. For Thanksgiving, I realized, like, oh, shit, everybody's just fucking everybody's wife. Like, oh, that's what Jesus. we're doing. Oh, my God. So because sad. it's so boring that it's just like, yeah. might as well. Well, I guess I'll drink with Michelle while Mike's at work. Oh, like, fuck that. Like, my friends were telling me stories, and then they've all got guns. And I'm just like, is there a war happening? What's going on? Right. But See, then I realized they're just bored. <laughs> my,
1: my One of my good friends... One of the only ones who stayed back there in Toledo. He called me up. He's talking about how he doesn't have any direction in his life Man. and shit like that. I'm like, dog, go to church. Like, so, like something, something. Yeah. yeah. At least it's
0: a positive community. Right, yeah. As opposed like, to, like, you know, just meeting at a bar. It's not going to be... It's nothing but... day." Hey. Drugs coming, yeah, like, yeah. These drugs or sex with some chick you probably should be having sex with, yeah.
1: Or get get like start hunting or something, something, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Some type of hobby, but yeah, it's definitely nothing to do. So a lot more barroom brawls and shit mm-hmm. in the Midwest, man. A lot of
1: shoot, a lot more, a lot more shootouts uh, than people think. Yeah, drive bys like and shootouts and shit. In Toledo, oh yeah, oh, shit, yeah. 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 It's especially with in the last fifteen years, as like the auto industry is fucked up.
0: Oh yeah, so much yeah, more poverty. People forget that about like you know. I spent. I lived in it, Buffalo for ten months, and it's like all of these used to be harbor cities where people were productive. Yeah. But now it's just a lot of poverty and yeah, fighting drugs and it's oxy, man, it's all heroin, that shit.
1: it's alcohol, and oh, all that there's shit. There's no jobs, no money, no real. And there is. Education. If you're lucky,
0: there's one factory left, and I mean, you know, even they're that. Shutting that down. There's only so much many jobs, even within that, and yeah. there's like a waiting list and shit. It's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. So you said you you throat-punched somebody (laughs) before you even got out of grade school. Like, what was, like, can you remember, like, a time you got beat up bad? Like, worse? Yeah, I've only gotten beat up uh, a couple of times. I like how casually you said that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you're like the comedian that's like, oh, I never bombed. What? What is that? Wait, huh? That happens to people? Yeah. People go on stage and no one laughs. Really? <laughs> you know, like I, I'm a, a I've, I've never gotten beat up. <laughs> yeah. What what does that even mean, you know? No, I've been I, beat down but never beat up. <laughs> I got um uh in eighth grade
1: I got beat up. I love
0: me. that you remember the year.
1: No, Cause, I'm sorry, seventh grade because your
0: win you were like, eh, it might have been fourth or it might have been fifth grade. Yeah. But you're lost. You're like, oh, it was eighth grade, second semester, yeah. right before those progress reports came out. Yeah, I got beat up by Steve Cherry. Oh, shit. Don't say his name, man. We're going to have to bleep that out. I'm sure. Because st- I don't want to get beat up by Steve <laughs> Cherry. I'm sure Steve's probably dead. He's got a pretty bitch ass last name. He's yeah. be beating people up. Cherry.
1: Well, he, you know, he's like another one of these broken kids. You yeah. Know, um, coming from. Um, Impoverished area, why not? And we just did. I can't even remember why we got into a fight. I couldn't tell you. And I, I don't. And I didn't. I didn't get hurt. But I got bested in the fight. Like, at yeah. one point in time, I was down on the ground, and he was hitting me. Like, I was trying to get up, and he was he grabbed my head and was hitting me, like, in the head. It didn't shit. even hurt, but it was just a matter
0: of, like, I want to get the fuck away from this
1: dude. Yeah, you know? it's embarrassing. And so it was embarrassing. Embarrassment, yeah. And then
0: you're white, too, so, like, you get red and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And I remember being in, like, lunch line and, and I remember this girl, uh... Jada Wilson.
0: I love that you're naming names. Yeah,
1: she was like, because I've known her since like kindergarten. Yeah. She was like, oh, you got your ass whooped. And I was like, no, I didn't. She's like, we all saw it.
0: Yeah, I know, right? right? I I I was like, whatever. I still didn't get beat up. uh, Back then, there's no Facebook to go retell the story and be like, oh, you know how comedians bomb and then go home and get on Facebook and go, I killed tonight. Yeah, or it was the audience's. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh there's a bad crowd, bad crowd. Bad crowd, host Suck crowd, you know, yeah, host sucked, it was <laughs> There's no one joke. thing I'm thankful for though, that all these fights there were no cameras. Yeah. Say fucking World Star Generation now where you gotta relive your ass whoopings.
1: I watch some of those videos. I know, though. right? We I, all yeah. do. I watch well I like seeing the ones where the bully gets beat Guilty up. Guilty
0: pleasure. Yeah. Those are pretty good, usually, when the get getting his ass whooped. Like, we all saw that teacher recently whoop that kid's ass. Yeah. That was pretty cool. See, when I was in
1: eighth grade, I had a music teacher that wouldn't put up with any shit. And one day, I, I kept I kept smarting off, smarting off. She grabbed me by the arm and slammed... I used to sit up against the wall, and she slammed my shoulder into the, into yeah. the wall and i was, i couldn't even believe that she did that
0: yeah and she was
1: like you're going to sit the fuck down shut the fuck up." i went home and told my mom i was like she put her hands on me my mom goes good
0: yeah 100% you deserved it you 100% and i think you know that's the that's where we went wrong in this country is like Parents that defend their kid when they're wrong.
1: Yeah, there's too much of this, like, like you believe your kid instead of the adult.
0: Yeah, where it's like the adults used to kind of laugh and kind of go, oh, yeah, remember when we used to, oh, well, we'll fix this shit. Yeah. Whereas now the parents yelling at the other adult, like, fuck you, don't do that to my kid. And it's like, you know, your kid probably deserved it. Right, yeah, you your know. kid
1: for sure deserved
0: it. I deserved it. I remember my mother used to laugh and would kind of be like, okay. Which one of you has a diploma and which one of you doesn't? So who needs to listen to who? And it's like, yeah, now that I'm an adult, I kind of get that concept. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty smart. People definitely defend their kid when they shouldn't be defending their fucking kid. And yeah. then you, I thought it was great that teacher in California that fought that kid got money after like the GoFundMe thing. Oh for real? Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> donated money to him. Of just like, no, this fucking that kid deserved an ass. Yeah, I mean, he did for sure. Fucking challenging an adult. Like they used to say, you you fucking, if you want to be treated like a child, then act like a child. Stay in a child's place. Yeah, you can act like a man, and I can treat you like a man. But treat you like a man, you can get beat like a man. And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah so you yeah. fucking got beat like a man. You. Fucking are on camera, though, throwing shit at the teacher. Right. So it's just like, yeah, they need to give them more. I was glad, though, in seeing that video that teachers don't have guns. Because that kid would have been shot. Yeah, that kid, yeah, kid would have been fucked <laughs> Maybe up. Maybe just pistol whipped, I think. Yeah. Pistol, good pistol whipping would have got him in shape. As a guy who
1: had to carry a gun for a little bit in the
0: military,
1: I definitely do not think that people should be mandated to carry a 100 fucking percent. Well, should. I pulled my gun on on this dude, um he wouldn't relieve me for watch, right? Yeah. So you only get so many hours of sleep, right? Right. And I so I would have to stay on watch from like midnight till four in the morning. So I would only get to be able to go back to sleep from four until like probably six. Yeah. You know, to get a couple of hours for the day. And this dude didn't want to get out of and I didn't have the gun loaded, but I pulled right. the gun out. And I put it up to his head, oh, and sure. I was like, Get the fuck out, or I will beat you with this.
0: Right. You know, because, like, you, you just, just had to let him know it was real, fuck like, with don't. my life. Yeah, you are yeah, fucking with I'm my only getting this much sleep, and you're gonna fuck with that? Yeah, you're fucking my mental health, Sempeo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From the Bronx. Just, I'll come find just you. Just <laughs> dropping
0: names all over the place. He said, That's sergeant to you. That's fucking sergeant to you. Don't forget about his rank. But yeah, man, fucking... So, Peo
1: used to steal people's shoelaces. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he used to steal people. So, that was more about him stealing people's shoelaces than anything, huh? Yeah, he
1: used to, like, if you had a... a you know, because everybody want to keep their sneakers clean. Right. You got white shoelaces. He'd be like, I'm going to take this fucking... Sh- I'm going to steal this
0: motherfucker's shoe. Hilarious. Military. Said, hey, Military me. really is like being in jail. It is. <laughs> But people are stealing people's shoelaces, Yeah, the rations, the amount of time you get to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my father used to, like, he would make me make the bed. Uh, and, like, I can remember getting into a fight at school and him having to come get me. And getting in the car, and he'd be more mad that he discovered my bed wasn't made than he would be about the fight. <laughs>
1: He's trying to still discipline it. That bed
0: wasn't made this morning, and I'm like, oh, so you don't care about the suspension? <laughs> like, nah, I care. But. No, that would be the least of my. But you gotta make your fucking bed, and I'm just like, Jesus, dude. What yeah. did they do to you in the military if you didn't make your bed? Oh, man, you, you, uh, they fuck your life up. <laughs> Over a bed. They would, yeah. But no, that's what's great about the military. They understand the small things lead to the bigger things. I try to preach
1: that shit to my wife. She don't listen. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't have to wake up at six a.m. <laughs> Sorry,
0: you got in a fight with that kid. You got beat up pretty bad. Was there any blood? You bleed. Oh yeah, yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's,
1: I've bloodied a few. You know the embarrassment, days. man.
0: Uh, did you have to see that kid again? Like, did you go to high school with him or something?
1: No. See, that's the thing. I think he ended up dropping out or going to, like, a dumb kid's school. Sometimes,
0: yeah, when those kids that used to kick everyone's ass get, like, decide to drop out, you're like, good decision. Yeah. Good decision. I don't have to see you any fucking more. Yeah, go to fucking trade school. Right. (laughs) It's like Job Corps. Yeah. the Job Corps is one step away from prison. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally. I I wouldn't
1: be surprised if that did, I mean, I I hope he went and had a great life, but... I I wouldn't be surprised if he's in jail. <laughs> yeah,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. There was a
1: dude. Um, I there was a guy. In my uh, I got knocked out. I got choked out. Oh shit! It's sophomore year. Was his name Depot? I, no, <laughs> I I don't want to say his name because Nah, uh, don't say his yeah, name. because I got uh, I got choked out by this dude. And we, me and this guy used to be friends. We used to know each other since like third grade. But then he got into drugs, and not just like yeah, casual drugs. Like he was real drugs, steroids. Oh shit, steroids and weed. Steroids. And when we were when we were seventeen,
0: was this Brian Bosner? Uh, steroids
1: is about he, <laughs> the boss. He was the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we were seventeen, he had a BMW but no job.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, that's right? obvious. Right. Yeah.
1: So. Um, but he uh, just as like a goof, like he he uh, he used to do MMA before MMA was a thing. He oh, wrapped shit. me up. He wrapped me up in uh, in history class, and I was out for about I don't know probably two minutes. Jesus, I was out and in, like and in class. Where the fuck was the teacher? It was in between class. It was in between. So, oh, I, so yeah. I, woke, I woke up in the next class. Because people are like, oh, yeah. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? And what are you doing in sixth period, motherfucker? Oh you god! In sixth
0: <laughs> and nobody saw this. No, uh-uh. <laughs>
1: so you're just sitting in a chair. Well, that passed out. That teacher hated me, so she didn't care anyway. Oh, she she, she probably not, paid him to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She
0: wanted me out of there. Jesus fucking classes, Christ! Yeah, but that dude now is in jail for murder. Jesus. Yeah. So he started practicing with you in history. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I wonder what'll happen if I just cut off his fucking air supply. He shot a
1: dude in the head and then buried his body in the um, sewer behind the high school.
0: Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's fucked what up. What the man. fuck is wrong with him? Right. And man, these he, are, I mean, to like, bury him is like a whole nother level of like creepy, like sadistic shit. But they didn't. Uh, it was over a drug deal not bad. And oh. They didn't want the. They didn't want the cops to find the evidence or whatever. Right. It was. Yeah. All that shit is. You know. Yeah. That shit is cool while you're in school, and then afterwards, it just all goes south from there, man. He's eligible for parole. I follow up on it because. Yeah.
1: I worry because <laughs> you think he's gonna come after you. I
0: should have survived that. What I did to you in history in class. Yeah. Well, cause, cause uh, I have a
1: bunch of these kind of stories of these kids I grew up around, and um, and one of my buddies from school I've known since like seventh eighth grade, he's like, man, you gotta write a book, cause I'm a, oh, I'm a, yeah, okay yeah. He's like, you gotta write a book about stories, all the shit man. you see, man. And I started writing it out. I was like, man, if this ever goes to print. Yeah, this motherfucker is gonna get out of jail.
0: <laughs> Come find me, kill me. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Putting this fucking business. Uh, out there. We were
0: talking about Eminem earlier, right? Yeah. So the Slim Shady LP, which is his first album, he talked about a bully, uh, D'Angelo Bailey, and I mean, he's rapping it, and I think the bully sued him because he used his real name in the oh, song. For real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, that wasn't surprising. He used me. his real name in the song, which is funny. I think it's Brain Damage is a song. And he drops D'Angelo Bailey. And the dude sued him and tried to get money from him. And he's no like, no, you used to kick my ass. I'm not paying you. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think he might have won, though. I mean, but I in like, those days, M was getting sued by everybody. Yeah, he had lawyers on Fucking all everybody. like everybody. His mom. Yeah. It's <laughs> still the best Eminem diss track. Yeah, I know it gets his own fucking Can't mother. beat your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's got you. The nine months of labor alone, man. So, yeah, you got fucking choked out. Damn, man, that sucks. Who woke up in the next class? That shit was like time traveling. Yeah, it was. Like, I mean, I wish the day would speed up, but not like yeah. that. What the
1: fuck? So, I got I got in so many fights when I was... I, so I grew up in the city, and I got in so many fights, and I got in trouble so much at school that we moved out to the, the suburbs my yeah. junior year awesome. <clears throat> and my parent, my mom said if you get in trouble at this school yeah. and you go to juvie or if you go or you get expelled we're either sending you to military school right. or kicking you out early yeah. we're going to get rid of you, right. you know, and the very first day of school uh, this one kid shoulder checked me into a locker Jesus. And my first instinct, and I was like, I balled up my fist, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to beat this dude's ass and make him an example in front of all these fucking suburban. Yeah, bitches. so we just go
0: ahead and get that
1: out the way. Yeah, and I just looked at him, and I was like, man, I just thought in my head, I was like, you're real lucky. Man. Oh, man. I didn't do it because no, right? I had to get through school. I had to no, get through you guys. fucking,
0: out. yeah. I, I, uh, I, think I fucked up my middle, whole life. I in was like, middle school, I got suspended three times, and I mean within a semester. Which we used to do ISS, which is in-school suspension. Yeah, I did a lot of that. And they would, you know, make you sit at that desk and write. And then you'd have to go to alternative school, but only spend a few days there. But you got to see, like, the real bad kids. I mean, the kids that didn't know their mom or their dad. Yeah, And they were, like, hardcore bad. So you're like, oh, shit, I don't want to go to school with these crazy motherfuckers. Right, Like, did that dude just draw a swastika? I remember yeah. a dude next to me just drew a swastika in South Georgia. And I'm like, well, who the fuck even knows how to do that? Right. <laughs> and there was one dude, I think, that had, like, a colostomy bag. So he got shot or whatever. And it's like, Damn. oh, these are real bad motherfuckers. Like, so yeah. you would be trying to get out of there. But I remember going back after the third suspension. And they're like, another one. You're going to alt school. So, you know, you're... 14, and you have to figure out conflict resolution of like, yeah, how do I do this without just smacking the shit out of somebody, right? Yeah, so yeah, it was definitely. Had
1: to, I've had to carry that lesson with me through life because there are some comedians, man. If they ever, oh, I've heard God. them talk to other people, and I just shoot them a look. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, are you ever talk to me that way, I'll smack you in the face. Like, me
0: and uh, me and uh, do you know Francisco out uh, of yeah. Rondo or whatever he used to work for? Uh, high comedy club back in the day, yeah, I, I, yeah. we have a we have a great story that I officially ended high comedy club, right uh, you remember <laughs> gerald Torrg right I uh, no Asian kid, but anyway, he was cool from Houston me and him were real cool, and the owner of high I guess used to just shit on people, you know you, know, you remember high comedy club obviously yeah yeah, Whew. a lot of long nights in that motherfucker man yeah. but He was shitty, you know, he didn't like paying comics, watered down liquor, whatever. But, you know, good training. Anyway, Cisco was one of the guys that used to kind of book it. And he helped me a lot, you know, early on getting spots in there. Just getting me tough, basically. You need that shit in New York. But anyway, long story short, they moved buildings every six months. So they've been in like four different buildings. Finally, I think it closed. And the last show he was running was he owned a bar up in the Bronx. And Gerald used to tell me stories all the time, like, yo, I talked to the owner last time, and he was like, yeah, your punchlines suck, you need to do this, you need to do that. Long story short, I'm like, yo, who is this guy? i never see this motherfucker. There were two owners. And I just think, man, if this motherfucker ever says anything to me. But anyway, long story short, I go to the Bronx, this bar he owns, he's doing a comedy show. We come up there, and... Cisco's there, Cisco goes, hey, you know I think his name was Anthony hey, Anthony, Phil and Gerald you know the comedians are here now, and he goes what the fuck do you bring them up here for and it's like, oh shit what, this guy's talking shit but I was ready for it, because Gerald had been telling me how shitty he was Yeah. so anyway, we do the show or whatever, we do pretty well we come off or whatever, and we're talking about getting paid, and he's kind of like pay, pay i am paying, you huh? And he's like, you know, and I am just start going off. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know if you think Eddie Murphy's walking through the fucking door, but uh, right. he's fucking not. Like, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. I was like, you better fucking pay us right now. Like, I'm going the fuck off. Because he was mainly talking to Gerald. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not. I don't know what you guys do, but you don't fucking talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going off on him because I'm like, dude, what the fuck? We just did a show. There were people here. They paid to see a show. And now you're sitting here talking about you're not gonna pay us, and you know you don't like our comedy, and we're not good, and who you told him to get, and I'm like Eddie Murphy. I I told him verbatim Eddie Murphy's not walking through that fucking door. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he winds up paying us, and that was the last we ever seen of him. just <laughs> 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 telling me like, yeah, that dude quit or whatever. You know, he's not doing comedy anymore, and hot comedy club closed. So the we, key so top. we make a joke, but you know, comedians. You know, exploitation versus uh, exposure. A lot of times, we're getting exploited, and we're we're f- too afraid to stand up for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's been times where I've had to just let a motherfucker have it. But I, I just with
1: other other comics, sometimes like uh, that. We know people who are starting to get famous or whatever or they or they've been famous for a little bit and they
0: let that go to their head like they can just start talking. Oh, that's one of my biggest issues with com- comedians is their treatment or how mad they get about something is based upon how they feel about your comedy or your status in comedy. Yeah. rather than truly getting mad at whatever you did. Right, yeah. And yeah. I separate those comedians from other comedians to where I'm like, oh, if this person legitimately has a problem with the joke I told, let's talk about it. Versus, you know, those motherfuckers that are just feel like, oh, you're beneath me and you shouldn't be saying whatever you said. Yeah. And you yeah. can kind of tell the difference. And it's funny sometimes because you will see a bigger comedian say some shit that another comedian said. And it's like, well, they just both had the same opinion on Facebook, but let's go to the comments. And then you go to the comments and the bigger comedian shit and you see great joke or hilarious. And then you go to the same one and you see the same people Cussing that guy out, and you're like, "Oh, so it's about status, too." It is. It's all about. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Comedians are such bitches, but I could go on and on about that. And you can kind of tell who, you know, came up fighting because they kind of watch. They pick their words a little more carefully. Oh yeah, for sure. Which some of the girl comics make me laugh in the comments because you're just like, "Oh God." Somebody has definitely never been punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, is, some this, this is so this frivolous. Thing. I remember yeah. saying something to a comic about something he said online. And I mean, this was a guy, obviously, but he might as well be a girl. But <laughs> he, <laughs> he said some shit to me that was so rude that I just went, oh, I'm going to see you one day in person. And when I said something to him in person, he goes, but that's the internet, and I'm like,
2: nah. huh? Nah, nah, nah.
0: <laughs> I was confused because I was like, maybe I am taking this too seriously. That is the internet. You're right, man. I'm not gonna kick your ass. Yeah, that's why I stopped. I
1: don't even comment on shit. Like, I, oh yeah, you you yeah. learn. You're living, I, I learn. Yeah, yeah. Those, I used
0: to talk to people, but it's like, oh, comedians are mostly delusional, narcissistic fucks. Yeah. yeah. So they don't even care that they're wrong or about the other side of whatever they're saying. Do you want to stay in New York forever?
1: Do you want to stay in New York for a while? Or?
0: I think there's getting into New York and then figuring out how to get out. Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah. I want I tell, I want to go to Los Angeles, <laughs> and, P, and 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 oh, my good. wife especially is like, why? She right. she not like L A, and I'm like, let me tell you, Los Angeles. Everybody in Los Angeles is fake, right? But they admit it. Yes. Here in New York,
0: everybody's <sighs> fake, but they want to act like oh, they're not. God, do they act like it, dude? I uh. Just didn't get in March Madness, and I mean, I didn't even win it. I got runner-up, but there are people that literally, you know, you inboxed. You can see the date you inboxed them yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, just reaching out about the show you have, you know. Last time I saw you at the bar, you said, you know, just to reach out to you, and you'd get me up on your show. Yeah. No response. I get runner-up in March Madness, what, two years ago? And... They inbox me now. Yeah. Hey, yeah. would you like to do my show? And I'm looking at the previous matches and I'm going, man, I ought to say fuck you. Right. And then you think about it and you're like, but I need that spot. Yeah, sure, man. I'll come on yeah, down and do, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. do your fucking free bar show. Absolutely. Because I need to, you know, win contests <laughs> to, to get on your
1: free fucking bar show. Right. I need to work all my life to do your oh, free fucking God, show. Oh, God, it's
0: fucking ridiculous sometimes. But yeah, definitely. Just getting in New York and then getting out because there's also people who you can become a local joker, you know? Yeah. Fucking train material in Wisconsin. You ever be <laughs> on the train and blah, blah, blah? Yeah. No, motherfucker. I've never been on the train. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Puerto Ricans. What the fuck is a Puerto Rican? Right. This is Wisconsin. <laughs> right. We don't have Puerto Ricans here. So, yeah, yeah 100%. You the can become fucking a local, definitely can become a local joker, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a minute, man. It's great having you. Uh, tell you the people it. where they can find you at Derek. Uh, I'm on
1: all platforms at Derek underscore Humphrey. Come check me out on Instagram and shit. I post my dates up there. And I have my own podcast, Derek Man Explains It All. Phil was a guest.
0: Yeah, go check out that episode and uh, check out the podcast. Was, follow him.
1: Yeah, it was Two Dope Kings. Was the, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a nice play yeah. on words
0: there. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, you know, as usual, you can find me at I am Phil Hunt, you know, send me hate mail or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Tough Talk Podcast, man. It's been a great episode. Uh, you got any upcoming shows anyway? Uh,
1: uh, I might be waking up in your six
0: period class. Y- yeah, might. definitely waking up <laughs> in six period class. That was uh, that million dollar dream? Yeah, uh, that might have been him. That might have been Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah, we'll
1: cover the. Heart we gotta we gotta out.
0: look at the tapes. <laughs> yeah, at least if you're gonna choke people out, people leave a hundred dollar bills in their mouth after they pass out. Yeah, but uh, what the oh, fuck is oh, that? I mean, i at
1: Eastville Comedy Club the 18th of this month, and then I'm doing a is set at QED, if anybody lives out in the way of the fucking Astoria, yeah. on the 21st.
0: And, uh, I am at Caroline's on December 20th. Nice. Uh, I'm at Stand Up New York next week, December 13th, I believe. Uh, yeah, come check me out at any of those shows, folks. Uh, thanks. Like, share, subscribe.